trail run. What motivational trash talk would you use to keep me from quitting? For crying out loud, bro, get your head. I'm going to stop there. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'd be an awesome crew. I would be like, I don't know, Bo. I mean, do we really want to finish? There's Twinkies at the next aid station. Let's just pull in and talk about it. You know, Uh, and I feel like we could just, we don't have to be the fastest, Bo. I mean, (laughs) let's just finish. (laughs) Those are all good. Get on my back, Bo. I got you. Hiya, this is Potbelly Runner, and I'm a big-ass runner from the United Kingdom. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here is your host, Jeff Harrell. Well, thank you, Trevor, also known as the Potbelly Runner. If you're a big-ass runner listener OG, you may remember that. That was a throwback intro. That was from way back in one of the very first episodes of the big ass runner so thank you trevor for that trevor still listens to the show out there in the uk we so appreciate you well welcome to the big ass runner my name is jeff harrell and this is episode number 92 trucking along towards triple digits so excited i think we've got a great show planned for you today we have one of our favorite segments that we do why i run we have a great why i run in segment number one And in segment number two, it's dangerous to do this, but we are going to ask Marcy anything. I think you're going to be intrigued, inspired, perhaps troubled by some of the things we talk about. Who knows? So much excitement. Before we get to the show, I wanted to do a quick race report. We had a race this past weekend out in Cleburne, if you're not familiar with Texas, you're out in the UK like Trevor. Cleburne is south of Fort Worth, a cool area. Actually, you think about north central Texas tends to be, you think about it being very flat. Well, not in this area. There's quite a bit of vert. And I had heard that this, it's an eight-mile loop. I'd heard that this course out in Cleburne called Coyote Run, it's at the Cleburne State Park, was pretty tough. And it's close to Dino Valley where we've done a race before. And there was some decent vert there as well. And we had heard it's going to be pretty tough. So I had originally scheduled to do the 25K, but I had a wedding that evening. And so I, I didn't have enough time to do the 25K at my pace, by the way. Clyde's still tromping around. So I dropped down to the eight-mile loop, one loop around, which is awesome. Steven did the same because he actually had a – soccer game to go to, take his daughter to soccer. So Steven and I went out to Cleburne real early on Saturday morning, and it was humid. Not only did the course have a lot of vert, but it was one of the more humid days we've had in recent memory. You know, summer's coming, so we're going to get some humidity in the summer. Haven't had a ton of it so far, but man, It was really humid Saturday morning. And what stinks about that is a front or something came through in the afternoon, and it was awesome that evening. Cool, no humidity or little humidity, but not Saturday morning. We had, it felt like we had blankets on. It was so humid. We got there, and we had heard that there was a shuttle that you had to park on one side of the park, and then they would shuttle you over to the other side of the park. So we were supposed to get there an hour beforehand. And we did that, and thank goodness, because there was a super long line, and we ran into a fellow big-ass runner herd member. Have a listen to this. Okay, we are here in Cleburne, Texas, at the Coyote Run, and we have come across a big-ass runner herd member, Caroline. Caroline, how you doing? I'm good. I'm ready to to get in a van and hopefully start my race that I'm going to be very late for, but hey. Yes, we are We are in line for a shuttle that's going to take us who knows where to the race. And how long is this line? Probably, I don't know, Stephen, good 6K. 6K, six, six K, yes. Six K. So Stephen's here with us as well. Stephen, what, what do you think about this line? Um, yeah, I think it's it's pretty long. <laughs> we're kind of wondering why we're standing in line. Yeah, we're wondering why we're standing in line. There's like two shuttles that are about uh, 20 minutes apart. So, Caroline, what are you doing today? I'm doing the 25K. And you drove down from Houston. Drove down from Houston. 
long drive. And what's your, what are your goals for the, for today's race? I just want to have fun today. Have fun and run it a little faster than last year, which I think is definitely a possibility. Awesome. There we go. Going to have fun. We're waiting in line. That's not fun, but we are going to have fun running. Yeah, that was Caroline Loveall, which I had met Caroline, if you remember, way back a year ago at Rocky Raccoon because she had the cool shoes, the North Face shoes on, asked her about her shoes, and, and I told her about the podcast. She started listening, and so we've connected ever since. It was great to see Caroline. We saw a bunch of other people out there that we knew. It was, it was a fun race just because it's fairly local, and we knew a lot of people that were running. I had a bit of a tough time. I, I looked at this more as a fun run. I wasn't shooting for any particular time. I just wanted to enjoy myself, have some fun. Steven did really, really well. He had a great race. I think his official time, if you look at ultra signup, because we got there late because of this shuttle situation, I think he was 20 or 30 minutes faster than the ultra signup showed that he was. So he had a great race. And yeah, this shuttle thing, we laughed about it because it was basically two box vans where everyone loaded in. There were no seats. You just sort of loaded in to this box van and they drove you to, gosh, it felt like 10 minute drive to the start line and they were moving. They were hauling. You held on for dear life. I think that was part of the the race experience, but we had a good time. It was good to see everyone out there. And I think, you know, for us, seeing people, seeing the community, that's what we love about trail running, seeing folks out there really, really doing well, even through the adversity of the humidity, but having a good time. And we both finished, got to uh, head out and made my wedding on time. And I think not my wedding, but the wedding I was going to, and Stephen made his soccer match as well so with that let's get going on episode number 92 of the big ass runner We love why I run. And I think it's because everyone has a unique story and a little bit different why for why they run. And it tends to change from time to time. It can even change you know, year to year or throughout the year based on your goals. My why right now is a little different than it was at the beginning of the year because I've gotten through my 100K and I'm, I'm looking at some different things. But it's always great to hear people's why. And we have a great one today from Craig Ashley. You're going to enjoy this. Here is Craig's Why I Run. Hi, I'm Craig Ashley, and I'm a big-ass runner from Burlington, North Carolina. I'm not up in the mountains of North Carolina where all the good mountain trails and views and ups and downs are, but close enough that we can be there in a couple of hours if need be. But we do have plenty of good trails around here. When I first started listening to the Why I Run segment, I started thinking about my Why I Run. And I would say that my Why I Run changes from month to month, year to year. And when I first started running, I was a cyclist. I rode a road bike a lot, and I had read some information, some articles about the lack of weight-bearing exercise from cyclists can affect them. So I looked into it a little bit more and thought I would start using some running into my cycling. Plus, during the winter, it's a whole lot easier to stay warmer running than it is on a bicycle. And one thing leads to another. I enjoyed it. Did some training, signed up for my first 5K and completed that. Survived. That wasn't too bad. You know how the story goes and kept running and the 5k leads to another 5k keep going along those lines until okay well i can do a 5k let's do a 10k 10k leads to 15 15 leads to a half marathon and eventually i did finally get up and to the full marathon i completed one of those and i was pretty proud of myself then I got to hearing about trail running. 
I was living closer to Charlotte, North Carolina, and Charlotte has the U.S. National Whitewater Center. And I'm pretty sure that my first trail run was down there at Whitewater Center. They have plenty of events throughout the year. So I did my first 5K down there on a trail, and you know how it goes again. You get hooked. Who doesn't like to go and play in the woods for an hour, two hours, whatever, however long it is? And that led me to start looking into more and more of the trail running. I flip-flopped back and forth between the two. But when I started, like I said, my why run was to improve my health, to make it easier, to make my health better so that I could you know, continue enjoying an, an active life. Fast forward a few years, my why I ran, I think changed more to the travel. I sort of gave myself a life goal, a bucket list, if you were, of doing a at least a 5K run, an organized 5K run, or an organized 50-kilometer bike ride in as many states as possible. And I worked on that for a few years, and I... I think I've probably gotten to about 12 or 13. Hadn't really done any in a while, but hopefully we'll be able to get back to that again. During that time, however, I was able to complete a trail run in Colorado. That was an experience in and of its own self. And uh, I did laugh a few weeks ago at the episode when Jeff was talking to the fellow from Whitefish. I did a half gravel, half road, half marathon in Whitefish. I spent about four or five days in Whitefish, Montana. Gorgeous. It's unbelievable. Yeah, doing a trail race out there would be awesome. So that was, I thought that was very funny that Jeff got to talk to him about Whitefish. And after I'd been there a few years ago, and I wholeheartedly agree, it's a great place. So my why I run changed to travel to try to accomplish some of these events that I wanted to do. And, you know, that may not have been my whole focus, but I, a lot of times when I would be out there running or power hiking, as we like to say on some of those hills, you just can't help but think about your family. My dad and I, when I was much younger in elementary school, we would go off for a week during the summer and go up to Cherokee or Asheville or somewhere and either camp or uh, actually, we house sat for a few years for a, a missionary, and we'd go into the Great Smoky Mountains and do some hiking there. And you just can't help but to think about some of those things from being younger. Unfortunately, I lost my dad a few years ago, and it just brings back good memories. And you just think about stuff like that. You know, he would enjoy being out here also. Then I got away from running for a while, got away from everything for a while, and it showed. I was uh, always been a very easily a Clydesdale, but I went up to probably a super duper super Clydesdale. I went up to over three hundred pounds, and you just you know that you're there, and you know that you've gotten there because of your own actions, your own inability. You're there because you haven't done anything. So at the end of 2019, like I said, I was 305 pounds, I think, at the end of 2019. So I started trying to work on it. So I probably lost about 15 or 20 pounds in 2020. And then life just throws you curveballs. Things happen in your life and you're just struggling to get control of what is going on. So... I think I uh, decided that I wanted to do something for myself. I wanted to prove that I could still do something. I looked around here in my part of North Carolina, and I found a 40-kilometer trail race and decided, you know what? It's been over 10 years since I've done anything of that length. I'm going to put myself out there, and I'm going to train and get ready in order to finish this 40-kilometer race. So my why I run for 2021 was to survive, to finish my race in December. So I put in the work, and that's the great thing about trail running. The trail is there. The trail is going to give you back whatever you put into it. 
If you get out there and you do the work, you're going to see the results. And being North Carolina, there's no telling what the weather is going to be come race day in December. It was 55 degrees at the start of the race. By the time I got through, it was well over 75, almost 80 degrees in December. But I finished my 40-kilometer race, realized that uh, if I put myself out there and set that goal, then I'm going to be able to accomplish that. So now for 2022, my why I run, I finally want to get that 50-kilometer done, the 50-kilometer race. I attempted one probably 10 or 11 years ago and had to drop at about 17 miles in because uh, plantar fasciitis flared up on me and I was hobbling along and it was miserable. I was done. So my why I run for this year is to test myself again to see if I've got what it takes to put myself out there to accomplish this goal that I have been looking at for many years and hopefully now I can accomplish it. Also, just a quick note, I just wanted to say thanks to Jeff, Stephen, the Bazers, everybody, the whole herd. It is great that we have this opportunity to talk to each other, to hear from each other, to see each other on Strava, Instagram. I can't tell you how many times I've been out and done a run, and literally before I get home, someone from the big-ass herd on the Strava group has already given me a thumbs up on the run. That's great. That's awesome. Never knew that people that I would never meet would, you know, be interested or, hey, good job, congrats, keep it up, that kind of stuff. So thanks, guys. Thanks for the whole herd. Thanks for everything you do, and be safe out there. Well, awesome, Craig, and thank you for that, first of all. Thanks for for sharing. I'm going to start with what you ended with, which is the community. Man, I just think that is to me, of all the reasons I run, all the reasons that we do this podcast and why we sign up for these trail races, if the community was not kind of at the central, at the kind of center of that, I just don't think, you know, it would really be something that I, that I stayed with. I think the community is what binds us all together. And as you pointed out, you get kudos and thumbs up and encouragement and way to goes from people that you've never met in person. You've met online or through Strava or through Instagram or however. Never met them in person, but still feel like you know and have this sense of connection and community. And I want to echo what Craig said, man. Thank, thanks to the Big S Runner herd community because I just feel like that's one thing I hear probably most often is how important the community part of it is. So love it. Love that you ended on that. And then just to, I I love how you said it so well that your, your why changes month to month, year to year. It was about performance. Then it was about travel. And then it became a little bit more sentimental about family 2020 through all of us curveballs, And so all of a sudden we get knocked off of our normal plans, our normal day to day, our normal routines, the the routine is no longer routine. It's a different routine. And we find ourselves in a place that we're not real happy to be, but you you did what I tell a lot of people to do that say, hey, how do I get into trail running or ultra running? And I say, hey, find find a race and sign up. Pay some money, put some skin in the game. It doesn't have to be a long distance. It doesn't have to be yeah, the next week or the week after. In fact, it's probably better find something a few months out that you can train for a shorter distance, but sign up, put it on your calendar, tell people about it, and then make it happen. And I love that's what you did with your 40K, Craig. So congratulations on that. Congratulations on getting in a little bit better shape than you wanted to be as a Clydesdale. I know how hard that can be. So congrats on that. And congrats on your 50K that you're going to be doing soon. I have no doubt find out what that 50k is going to be sign up for that thing maybe maybe it'll be the whitefish one you mentioned whitefish never know it could be it but man congratulations uh, on checking the box on a lot of these things and just sharing your why with us we so appreciate it and it's one of the reasons that 
This is, I think, pretty much everybody's favorite segment is just the meaning behind it. You know, I think we live in, in a world right now, it's a lot about surface level and superficial stuff. Social media certainly doesn't help. When you can actually get a little bit of depth and hear just the heart behind someone and why they do some things, it can make all the difference. So thank you, Craig, for sharing that. And with that, that is another edition of Why I Run. One of the things we absolutely love to do is to give shout outs and kudos to the big ass runners out there just making it happen. This week, we actually have two runners we want to give a shout out to. I mentioned Coyote Run. I mentioned how humid it was, how much vertical it was. Well, I want to give a big shout out and kudos to Coach Greg, who came in second place in the 25K, did it in two hours and 54 minutes on that course. That is phenomenal. Coach Greg, beaten by a 16-year-old runner, Ian Clark, out of McKinney. Coach Greg had an awesome race. And also want to give a big shout-out and kudo to Kim Endo. Kim came in first, was the first female runner, just crushed it at three hours, five minutes. Amazing run. Kim's a strong, strong runner. And, man, great, great job out there because, again, it was so stinking humid, so much vertical. 305 for that course on that day. It's just a fantastic job. So way to go, Coach Greg. Way to go, Kim. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Marcy Baser. Woo! Hi, guys. Woo! <laughs> I wooed too early. And Timmy time. I better gum over her music. No. Oh, Timmy time's here. Whoa. No, wait. Oh. oh. <laughs> she took over. <laughs> hey, I, I know who the eight is in this That's group. True. I'm easy like uh, Sunday morning. Yeah, I don't want Marcy mad at me. Oh, I've never been mad at you, Hefe. No, never. Really? Never. Oh, man, I hope I keep it that way. I'm sure you will. I hope so. Well, welcome, Marcy and Tim. Hi, Jeff. What's up, y'all? Very excited. You know, the Big S Runner Herd, we did this a few months ago, I think, mm-hmm. for the first time. We did a ask, I guess we did N, because there's an Another vowel coming up. And ask Marcy anything. <laughs> See how I did that? Mm-hmm. The English? Good. good. Yes. You didn't want your wife getting you. I know. Yeah. My wife would, would correct Grammar me. Grammar police. I'm not great at English. An F in English? Bobby, you speak English. No. You know, Even I'm not though great it's at my, Spanish either. It's my, <laughs> it's it's my best language, though. <laughs> it is mine, too. It is mine, too. It's, it's my number one, but yeah. I suck. Hey, you know what I saw the other day? I, I don't remember where I saw it. But it said something like, when someone's struggling to speak English, you don't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't do this. But a lot of people do do this. They make, they may either make fun or laugh at them. Like, you shouldn't laugh at them. They actually know another language. I yeah. know. Well, I make fun of Tim. Well, but he doesn't know another language. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, you, you know, you're speaking, like, I, I had some guys it's working true. in my yard and they were struggling with English and like, they know two languages yeah. and I don't. Yeah. That's, so, that's a whole other language that I know nothing that's about. That's right. So, yeah. we so check it. People, check yourself check before check you wreck yourself. Whoa! You know, all right, right there. Just right be nice. There. Exactly. Yeah. Lead with love, Timmy. Yep. Time. Yep. There yep. you go. Mm-hmm. Lead with love, unless people cut you off in traffic, and then lead with your middle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a joke. That's pulling a chuckster right there. That's a chuckster. That a chuckster. Yeah. She Victorious. Stopped. She stopped. She's no longer doing that in the traffic. She yeah. would get mad at traffic? Uh, well, and she'd give the big old finger. No her, way. You're going to get shot yep. one of these days on yeah. the Dallas Highway. And her and finger's finally... like a foot long. She's got a <laughs> she gets her daddy's finger. hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. Then you put that fake nail on it, and it's like another <laughs> six inches. <laughs> yeah, good advice to just, just let it go. Just yeah. chill. Just let it go. Be I learned kind. that from Timmy Time. Mm-hmm. Just, just let it go. 
Well, we're going to do a, a second edition of Ask Marcy Anything. So I asked the big ass runner herd to send me their oh. thought provoking, very deep oh, questions indeed. for Marcy. And I've got a bunch of them one, oh, two, boy. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Twelve. Oh, what? Ooh. Okay. I've got a dozen. All right, a dozen. Did some dozen of ask two questions? Uh, no, these are all. <laughs> they all stuck to one. They all follow the rules. Uh, all right, you ready for this, Marcy? I'm ready. Okay, this. These are like I said, man. Be you deep. I mean, deep, deep. The first one's from XTC. Oh, ecstasy. Oh, I see what they yeah. did there. I see what you're doing, ecstasy. Somebody likes to party. Very, this is very to the point. Who is your hero? Oh, my hero. Marcy, who is your hero? I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> Other than TV. Other than Timmy <laughs> Time. Take your right. breath away. You know, you know, I've got my usual. It would be Jesus for sure. Sure, sure. But like my human hero. Let's go human. Yeah, let's go human. My human hero would probably be my dad. My dad was always and still is a a bigger than life kind of guy. Yeah. And uh, I just always have liked the way he does things. He just doesn't take a lot of crap from anybody. (laughs) No, but he's big enough to handle it too. Yeah. Yeah. And he's big enough to back it up. (laughs) Former NFL lineman. Mm -hmm. Yes. And played for the Dolphins, I believe. He did. He played for the yes. 72 undefeated team. Oh, he has a, he has a Super Bowl. He does mm-hmm. have a Super Bowl Oh, my ring. goodness. Yeah, yeah. Did I ever tell you that story, Jeff? No, I don't think. <laughs> so in sixth grade, we had a sock hop at school. And not because I'm that old, and that was what was popular, Tim, but because it was kind of a throwback thing. And so all the girls were going to wear their dad's high school class rings on chains around their neck because that's something they did in the 50s. Sure. And I went home. I was like, Dad, I need your class ring from high school and da-da-da. And he was like, well, honey, I don't have a class ring from high school. And he said, we couldn't afford it. So I didn't, you know, I didn't have one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's like, and the disappointment must have been written all over my face. And he was like, but you can wear my Super Bowl ring. I was like, nobody's wearing Super Bowl rings, Dad. They're all wearing high school class rings. Oh, yeah. You thought that was yeah, bad. I th- I just didn't get it, you know. So he put that giant Super Bowl ring around my neck, and off I went to the sock hop. And I guess that thing was catching some glinting Oh, I light. can imagine. I think I got to dance with every boy so they could stare at my chest for a reason. <laughs> oh, I see. Even the coaches were like, hey. Yeah, these boys are smart. Oh, yeah. They well, are. Perverted and oh, smart. No, they were more into that Super Bowl ring than they were me. I can tell you that. And they were <laughs> probably not as gaudy, even though the ones they are now. Like they're no. like nineteen thousand diamonds and stuff. No, in it's one big diamond yeah. in the middle. Nice. Yeah, it's just a bigger, little bigger than your A and M ring. Yeah, just, just slightly, <laughs> mm-hmm. just slightly. Well, that's cool. Your dad is your hero. That is so yes. awesome. That's good yes, to hear. He is. That is good to hear, Mister Riley. Well done. Well done. All right, this one's from Kirsten. Hi, Kirsten. Kirsten asks, if you did run trails, what part of trail running would you be best at? Downhill. Downhill. Yeah, oh, tell sure. us about that. I feel like if I needed to, I could do a lot of scooting and rolling. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of part of it, right? Scooting, scooting and rolling. Scooting and rolling. Scooting and rolling. Scooting when you say rolling. scooting and rolling, what, what exactly are you, are you meaning well, by I'm that? I'm thinking like with the scooting, like on my high knee, just kind of scooting down <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. I mean, I'm thinking some steep hills. You're sliding. Steep hills. I'm sliding. I'm Got sliding. It. And with the rolling, I'm thinking more of a barrel roll, <laughs> kind of going sideways. <laughs> so yeah. That what about your uh, what about your chest fall down oh. the hill? <laughs> yeah. Your chest, yeah, you'd be good at that. That's a good one. I've done that. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> Turned into a scorpion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I like to lead with my chest and put my arms behind me whenever possible. Whenever you land, <laughs> yeah. hurt your lit your no. wrist. Save the wrist. Save the wrist. <laughs> Don't worry about the breast. Just save the wrist. <laughs> the head, breast, nothing. Just save the wrist. <laughs> Well, downhill, I think that was, downhill. I'm a little surprised by yeah. that. I thought you were going to say something like comfort station eating or something well, like that. Well, I feel but like that's a given. That, that is a given. That's, like, that's table stakes. She said trail running, not races. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Well, good one. Thank you, Kirsten, for that question. That was a good question. Yeah. Kelly asks. Hi, Kelly. Marcy, have you ever had a nickname? Oh, yes, I have. And it was Moose. Moose? <laughs> <laughs> I've had more, Little Lotta. 
Little Lana. Little Lana has stuck with me. Moose happened in middle school when everything was so hard anyways. And uh, I had Marcy kind of turned into Moosey, turned into Moose. Oh, I see. Yeah, so that's where Moose came from. But Little Little Lotta is something my uncle started calling me when I was young. I don't know if I had no idea who Little Lotta was. She was from the Richie Rich. Oh, I don't know who it is either. Uh, yeah, she was this big chunky girl off the <laughs> Richie Rich cartoon strip. And so I always thought he was just calling me kind of chunky. I mean, I wasn't really that chunky of a kid, but yeah. he called his own kid chunks and she was pretty skinny. So, you know, we he was all, being ironic. Yeah, I guess so. So I thought he was just calling me a little fat girl. I was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> and then finally, as an adult, I finally asked him something about why do you call me little Lotta? And I can't remember what he said, but it had nothing to do with that. Really? <laughs> no. Yeah. Little Lotta. And to this day, Wasn't she fiery? I think so. Yeah. Might have been a fiery thing. And he calls me LL to this day. LL, little Lottie. Mm-hmm. Little Lotta. Little LL. Lotta. Not Lottie. Lo- not Lottie Daddy. Oh, we like to potty. We don't go on trouble. We don't bother nobody. Sorry, got a little what was your name? there. What was your nickname, Jeff? I've had so many. Yeah. Fan Man. Fan Man. El Jefe. El Jefe still with you. It's going to be your grandfather name, too. It is going to be my grandfather name. We're counting the weeks. Four weeks to go. Four weeks till Grandpa time. For El Jefe. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Thank oh you, Kelly, for that God. question. Great question. Uh, Janta asks. Ooh, Janta. I like your name. Marcy, if you were a superhero, what powers would you have? Ooh, I would definitely want to fly. Fly. Yeah, I would nice. want to fly a lot. I used to think I'd want to be invisible, but yeah. I think I would hear a lot of people talking a lot of crap on me. <laughs> I really just don't need to know about Yeah, <laughs> I'd want to fly. That would be awesome. Flying would be sweet because yeah. you, you could get to places. Now I want to fly mm-hmm. fast. Oh, so you're yeah. adding fast to yeah. it as well. So, I mean, I, I want to be able to fly at all speeds. Yeah, any speed you want. All speed. All speed. All speed she wants to slow down if needed. Yeah. yeah if you, you need to slow down. Hover. If I want to hover, I want to hover. If I want to float, that'll be part of it too. But oh. if I want to go fast, then, you know, get on my back and you go, guess what? We are not paying for airline tickets no. ever again. You wouldn't need a car. No. You wouldn't need to fly. No. Oh, you wouldn't so need cool. a hot air balloon. Have you ever had dreams of flying? No. Oh, they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Chuckster and I were driving the other day and we were just having a conversation. I was like, you know what? It'd be pretty cool. We were going 40 miles an hour. I was like, can you imagine if you could run 40 miles an hour? Yeah. Well, Jim Wamsley can. What? No, not really. <laughs> I was like, I would wow. If I could run 40 miles an hour, I would win so many gold medals. You would. Yeah. would. You certainly would. Yeah. That's a good one. Well, thank you, Jonta, for that amazing question. And for your super cool name. Yes, it is a very cool name. Darlene asks, this is a little, this is a little personal. Darlene's getting personal Uh-oh, with you. Darlene. Can I sing a song for her? Sure, go ahead. Darlene, 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 Darlene. She's probably never heard that. She's blushing right now. <laughs> All right. Have you ever had a secret admirer? Uh-oh. <laughs> TV's Tim is, got his, he's got his uh, Tim is raising raised. his hand. He wasn't very secret, though. <laughs> <laughs> was it secret? No. Oh, it was just an admirer. Just admirer. admirer. Huh. Well, kind of. There was this boy in high school that we were good friends, and we'd always hang out together, and I thought we were like the best of friends, and then it turned out like 15 years later, he told me that he had a crush on me, oh, and I never knew. He never, never put the knew. move. He never put the move. He stayed in the glad he zone. didn't. Yeah. Glad he didn't. Yeah, Tim's glad. I might be with yeah. Mr. Johnson. I might be Marcy Johnson today. Oh, Marcy Johnson. Was it Jim Johnson? <laughs> no, he's a little old. <laughs> older, 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 older. Jim. Shout out to Jim Johnson. <laughs> older. That's our pastor. <laughs> it's our pastor. And he's John a race Johnson. Car, he's it a race was car John driver. Johnson. Yeah. John Johnson. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He could have been Marcy Johnson. Could have been. Who knows? Doesn't roll off the tongue. Well, no, not he. Not like Baser. Have you seen that movie, Just Friends? It's yes. very funny. Yes, that the, is a the funny friend one. zone. You, yeah, you, he kept you in the friend zone. He did. He kept For, himself in the friend zone. Yeah, because you never, you didn't know, so you weren't keeping him there. You just didn't know. Mm-mm. Is that the one with Ryan in it? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Where he was big fat guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he was fleshy. I'm sorry. Sorry. He, Politically they correct. Did he was fleshy. A great job yeah. on his makeup. Yes. He was, so good. It's a good movie. It's yeah. funny. I like it. All right. Thank you, Darlene. Timmy Tom. Darling, darling, <laughs> darling, darling. <laughs> Don't take your my man from me. All right. <laughs> John Johnson asked. I'm just kidding. 
I hope he doesn't listen. That'd be embarrassing. Because <laughs> everybody listens. He's in Alaska. Oh, really? Hey, John, yeah. we have a ton of Alaska listeners. I listener. know, so he might be. He might be listening right now. Shout out to John Johnson. Okay, Bobby T wants to know. Bobby T. Bobby T. What's your favorite kind of food? Oh, pizza. Pizza. Pizza, hands down. And if we're going to go with sweet, I would say ice cream. Ice cream's great. Yeah, those are the two things I eat the most. Did I tell what you? What kind of pizza? Oh, Any lake kind. pizza. Yeah. Any kind of pizza. All pizza's good. Some's just better than others. Did I tell you what we're doing in New York? Are you eating pizza? Well, so I just I just heard about this, and I think we were talking about about mm. this at dinner. Are you going to go to, uh, what's that famous place? <laughs> The little hole in the, the wall. The hole in the wall. Sabaros. Sabaros. <laughs> <laughs> no. So Airbnb is known, you know, for their places you stay, but they also have experiences. So you can uh-huh. you can go like I'm going to be in. We're going to be in Manhattan on June 3rd. What experiences are are out there? And people give tours on different things. You can go behind the scenes for. There's all these different experiences you can do. Yeah. And we're doing a Brooklyn pizza tour. I am Ooh. so jealous. How amazing. Wow. I am so jealous of that because New York style pizza is by far my favorite. It's phenomenal. So I'm going to need you to like document that. I will. Dude, uh, I, I can't, can bring I can't some believe back. you're saying what dates you're going to be there. New York's going to be packed if they know you're going to be oh, there. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> All kinds of. You're going to need some. Uh, security. Some security. Security. I don't think so. I will be in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, (laughs) Brooklyn. And then what we're going to do is we're going to eat all the pizza. Yes. And we're going to walk the Brooklyn Bridge and burn it off. There you go. Have so much energy. So much energy. Ah, so there you go. Pizza and ice cream, man. I cannot. I cannot. I'm kind of a health nut. I mean, if y'all had really caught are. on, yeah. pretty much a health nut. Yeah, healthy, healthy. Those are the. I would probably go very similar to those two. That's amazing. All right, Casey asks. Marcy, what would, what would you meddle in at the Olympics? Oh, my goodness. What would you meddle in? I feel in? like this has been a conversation that we've had before, but I can't remember what I said. <laughs> Let me think. What would I... Curling. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Probably curling, curling? or... I mean, if I could make up my own yeah. Olympic sport, then I could probably do a lot better than anything as competing with other actual athletes. I'm like, like bridge. No, that's a real Olympic sport. Yeah. And Bridges? They would whip yeah, my heard. butt. Those people are smart. So nothing that's going to use my mind. If we have, you know what? Uh-oh. Um, There's a spark. <laughs> ting, 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 ting. If we had more of a, like a, just a rest area, I don't know, maybe a comfort station. <laughs> yeah. Gold, baby. You would win gold, gold and comfort station. and comfort stationing. That makes it a sport. <laughs> Laying in bed and reading. <laughs> Playing in bed and reading. There you go. I can do it from any angle. Yeah. Really? Napping. Yeah. Anytime? But, oh, anytime. I can lay yeah. in bed and read. I love to You're pretty good at pickleball, though. That'll be a sport. Yeah. Pickleball's. I'm not going to be winning any medals, though. Those You're pretty good, though, Marcy. You, you beat me one time pretty <laughs> handily. Well. Yeah, that's all it took. We need to get you back on that court. I know. I haven't played. You didn't even play at Bogies and Stogies. No, what? I did not. Why? I did not. I was lazy. I was because the ma- I was lazy. The Masters was on, and um, it was so much. It was so interesting. I just mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Nothing big like old watching golf. Bowl of like Cheetos sitting on his chest. I love that. Yeah. You know what? I feel like you're just talking about a happy place for me. That was great. Maybe mm-hmm. not for the Masters. Well, that's good. That's a good answer. Yeah. Comfort stationing. Comfort stationing. Which makes it a And sport. reading in bed at any angle at any time. <laughs> Those would be gold medal, yeah. gold medal events for, for Marcy. Sure. All right. Bo asks, hey, if, Bo. You, if you crewed for me at a trail run, what motivational trash talk would you use to keep me from quitting? For crying out loud, Bo! I'm going to stop there. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'd be an awesome crew. I would be like, I don't know, Bo. I mean, do we really want to finish? There's Twinkies at the next aid station. Let's just pull in and talk about it. You know, Uh, and I feel like we could just, we don't have to be the fastest, Bo. I mean, (laughs) let's just finish. (laughs) Those are all good. Bo, I got you. <laughs> I feel like there'd be there'd be escalating levels. Yeah, I depending would get, on how Bo responded. Well, maybe a few slaps. Off. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they're trying to tell me how it would really be. Yeah, you guys are really. I think your Enneagram Eight would elevate. Yeah. It, as, always uh, it always it does. It always as does. As Bo was not, you know, doing as you say. 
well, would be my guess. I'm assuming Bo would be doing what I'm saying. Exactly. We're not going to get to that point, are we, Bo? <laughs> Bo wishes he hadn't asked this question. But thank you, Bo, anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Bo. Oh, Bo knows. Bo does Bo know. Knows. Bo knows everything. Okay, Jason Z asks, this is a tough one. Okay, Jason, I'm ready for it. It's only three words. Oh, no. Is cereal soup. <laughs> Soup is not a meal, Jerry. <laughs> but I love me some cereal. I would As say do that's I. probably my number three food Whoa. cereal. Because there's you, so many options. I mean, it can be a meal. It can be a dessert. It sure. can be healthy. It could be like crack. It's, it can be awful. <laughs> Charlie found this stuff that I Fruit think, Loops with marshmallows in it. Oh, oh my, my goodness. We you went have, through a box like in an hour. It, we did. We took it down yeah. as a family like- Starving rats on a oh dying my. ship. It was, was it as amazing. good as sweet tart jelly beans? Ooh. It topped it, Jeff. Oh, it topped it. My I'm going to have to bring some over for you. If you've not had these Christmas. sweet tart jelly beans, we discovered these in our golf trip the other day. They were. I'm not even a huge jelly bean person. No, I am. They're pretty good. Did you like these? Oh yeah, yeah, they were good. They, we ate the whole bag. Mm, two bags. Two bags. And then I got home and bought two bags, and one oh bag's my gone. Gosh. Hey, but Marcy, you did not answer the question. Oh, yeah. Is cereal considered soup? No. No. Why, Why? would it be? Because it's stuff in liquid. It's a totally different genre of food. I mean, I don't even know why is that. That's not even a real a lot of, question. It's a big debate. It's going on. It's a huge debate. It's a big debate. I don't know where I've been. Kind of like his hot dog a sandwich. It's the same debate. Yeah. You know what? I feel like we can debate more things than this. <laughs> but these are probably. Some people say because it's cold, but then there's cold soup. That's right. Gazpacho? Is that what that's called? Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. that's called. Uh, no, it's definitely not a soup because it's called cereal. I don't know what else to tell you people. <laughs> what about and oatmeal? I don't, I don't, that's also not a soup. It's a breakfast cereal? It is actually considered a cereal. Okay. Oatmeal is a cereal, as is cream of wheat and all things served at breakfast. That was the best answer because it's called cereal. I <laughs> <laughs> hope that answered your question, Jason it's Z. It's called cereal, Jason Z. <laughs> I feel like we got a pretty- I'd like to know if Jay, what Jason calls it. Well, he he's wanting to know. Cereal. That's why he doesn't know what to call it. He knows him. now, don't you, Jason? He knows now. <laughs> all right, we got three more. Carl with a K hey, asks- Carl with a K. How do you feel about, this is back to your pizza. Okay. You're an expert. I am. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? You know, Tim is a fan. Mm-hmm. I will eat pretty much any pizza, but it's not going to be a favorite of mine. I'm never going to order it. Actually, one of our first, I don't know if you'd call it a date, but he was over at- When he was uh, stalking you, admiring during you? The stalking. This during, is the admiring during the stalking scene. phase of our relationship. I was just showing before up. Before I succumbed to him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he ordered, we were ordering pizza at my friend's apartment. Do you remember this? Yeah, time? we were watching wrestling. Yeah, we were watching oh WWE because she loved yeah. it. She loved it. And I think she was acting it out for us. And he ordered- we're like, hey, what do you like on your pizza? And I swear he said pineapple and, and anchovies. And oh, so, anchovies. Yeah, that's oh. what it sounded yeah. like you said. She oh, thought he said it sounded yeah. like. So I Canadian ordered bacon. pineapple and anchovies. And that sweet boy ate, ate, ate all it. of it. Ate it. And didn't even say anything about it. I don't think I knew until like a year later that story came up. And I was like, do you still like pineapple and anchovies? He's like, I didn't say that. I just... I just ate it because you ordered it. Because he's me. a nice guy. He's like the nicest guy. Plus, I'll eat anything except for casseroles. Yeah, he does. You just have to call him a bake and then he'll eat them. Yeah, it's just a bake. It's just everything mixed just, together. Yeah, it's just a bake. And then he's casseroles calling. are delicious. I love yeah, a good Bakes casserole. are good. Bakes are better. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Carl with a K. Katie with a K asks. Hi, Katie. This is, a, this is a, another debate oh, similar debatable. to the hot dog as a sandwich. I hope all these debates are now like finished. Yeah. I'm hoping I have the definitive word on you it. Saw, to, me, there, to me, there is no debate on this question. Okay. For me, toilet paper, over or under? Oh, I usually end in the crack. What are you doing with it? <laughs> Where do you put it, Jeff? <laughs> oh, gosh. That was sweet. Uh, I think she made But before it, it gets there, yes. I like it to be over. Yes. I do like it to be over. Um, I almost got fired from a job because I didn't care which way it went on. And there was a big, obviously, they had feelings about which way it went. 
turns out it was over. Yes. And uh, yeah, I refused to flip it over because I thought it was stupid. <laughs> and I almost got fired. Really? Over it. Yeah. They were yeah. that passionate about it. Well, I think we were both pretty passionate about a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm not doing what is, stupid. Yeah, that's a stupid. But what is yours? Over. Over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it's anybody's over. under? I no, think, does anyone like it? That's what my question. I just feel like What's some people don't care which way yeah. it goes. Over, you can just, you can grab it easier. It's just, it's it, much more efficient. I've, yeah. Now that I'm head of, of the, the Over maintenance Club. Yeah. of where the toilet paper goes in the house. Yes. As long as definitely. it's two ply. Yeah. Well, that's true. COVID, we had lots of one ply. Oh, <laughs> well, that's because everyone's freaking <laughs> <Zapkins>. out. <laughs> Yeah, it was gross. We got to uh, double up those single ply, you know? Uh, Not when you're rationing because you uh, there ain't no toilet paper anywhere. We only point. let Tim have one square. Yeah, one square. Ply. Had to fold Charlie it all and up. I were upstairs with this triple ply Charmin. We didn't tell him didn't about, tell about it. <laughs> we're like, woo! I just, stopped, I just stopped wiping. Oh, you got a squatty potty. You didn't have to. Yeah, exactly. Don't need one after the squatty potty. Don't need one. It's the best invention ever. True. All right, this is the last one, Marcy. Okay. And maybe the hardest one. Uh-oh. It's by it's from Allison. Hi, Allison. Is it from Allie Allie? It's spelled with two L's. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? Oh, the list is endless. (laughs) The list is endless. Wow, I feel like we could probably give a prize for the most creative, but I'm pretty sure they would all think it had something to do with me and yapping my mouth off <laughs> to a cop, probably. Uh, probably. I mean, not just any cop, like to anybody, really. Mouthing would, off. Mouthing off would be what yeah. started the incident, and fighting would have been what ended it. Oh, so it escalated. As things show. tend to do. As they, as as they can, as yeah. As they can happen, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably say fighting. Yeah. So a fight, word fight turned into a fist fight? It, or well, a leg a leg wrestle? Maybe, Indian leg wrestling. Maybe just an old-fashioned beatdown. I don't oh, know. It depends on wow. who I'm fighting, how it went. <laughs> nice. Timmy Time, is that what you would assume? What would you yeah. think? Um, hmm, there's, the list is so bad. Yeah, I mean, you see, there's like there's so many yeah. possibilities of what I could be arrested for on yeah. any given day. Yeah, yeah. something to do with the uh, attitude. <laughs> yeah. maybe driving yeah, uh, yeah. i could road see rage. you i could see you I give, don't get road rage no if somebody road raged you then you'd give it back well i might just a little hey rubbing ain't racing yeah. see i oh, could you're see how's that go you're not racing see. if you're not rubbing yeah. how does that go that that sounds uh, mm-hmm. awkward yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure what that what you're talking about i could see you getting arrested for going so fast over the speed limit while flying? Well, because you're flying. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Can you get arrested for that? Yeah, if you're over yeah. 30 miles per hour mm-hmm. over the speed limit. Yeah, I'm right. surprised yeah. that doesn't happen more often. Yeah, than, yeah. Because yeah, I think you like to drive fast. Uh, you have a sports car. I do. I yeah. do like to drive yeah. a little fast. That's what yeah. I would assume. Yeah, yeah she was, That's a good one. It's one of her nicknames. Fast Girl. Ooh, oh, oh, hey. hello. <laughs> hey. Oh, oh, hey. Hello. Got her <laughs> ring around her neck. People staring at the chest. Fast Girl. Lot of lot of. Lot of lot of. Right there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, with this that, this may not have been my best episode. <laughs> we can't scratch this whole with thing. With <laughs> that, that is Marcy Baser. Uh, Thank you, maybe. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> the crack was hilarious. <laughs> Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 92 of The Big Ass Runner. Thanks to everyone involved with this show. For Trevor, for that intro, that OG intro from way back. Way back. Thanks to Craig Ashley for that amazing Why I Run. Again, congrats to Coach Greg and Kim Endo for your amazing runs and races out at Coyote Run this past weekend. And of course, thank you to Tim and Marcy Baser for bringing the funny and the fun in that Ask Me Anything segment. Well, if you have not gotten a Vander jacket yet or a Vander vest, you need to go to VanderJacket.com. Check out these are these are works of art. These are really 
art pieces that Sarah creates. But check it out. Vanderjacket.com. I have several. I'm not going to name how many I've gotten over the last couple of years. Vanderjacket.com. You know, we only partner with people that we love, the products that we love, and companies that we love. And Vander Jacket absolutely fits all of that. So go to Vanderjacket.com. And as always, a big thanks to the person that makes us sound so good, our audio engineer, Steve Silly String Saunders. Well, with that, get out there, hit those trails, and keep running your asses off. I don't care you're here tonight. I can be your hero, baby. Well, welcome to the Big Ass Runner. My name is Jeff Harrell. My name is Jeff Harrell. My name is Jeff Harrell. So I dropped down to the eight mile, one mile. So I dropped down to the eight mile loop, one loop around. And it was really, like I said, really humid. I had a really bit, I had a bit of a tough time. A lot of people we hear from all. And we, sorry, Steve, you got some stuff to work with. Did what I tell a lot of people to do that say, Hey, how do I get into trail? How do I get into trail running? And I mentioned how humid it was, how much vertical it was. Well, I want to give a big kudos. I want to give a big shout out and kudos. Kirsten says, Marcy, if you did run trails, what if I'm going to repeat myself? Okay, okay. There you go. A little, there's Steve, something for the blue. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Hi. Hi, ma'am. Yeah. Hi. Hi, ma'am. Hello? Yeah. Hi. Soup is not a meal, Jerry. <laughs> the soup counts. <laughs> Soup's not a meal. You were supposed to buy me a meal. I'm not stopping you from eating. Go ahead and eat. Get anything you want. But I don't want anything but soup. Then that's the meal. <laughs> Don't.